0: Greetings, nerds. This is Cena Nerd. I'm your host, Sarah Belmont, and with me as always is our Mr. Producer, Will Polk. How are you doing tonight, Will?
1: Doing very well, Sarah. How are you doing this Thursday evening?
0: I'm doing fine, and then you made me watch a five-minute <laughs> deleted scene from the Batman. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I I know you just were like, well, I, I saw the stills, but I was like, yeah, but, you know, stills don't give you anything other than, yeah, other than the, pro- the prosthetics job that they did on Barry Gohagan.
0: yeah yeah um I did I was looking at the comments during most of that (laughs) just curious about what people were saying about it yeah. (laughs) other than the scene itself because I mean the post credit scene or it wasn't a post credit scene a lot of people debate if it should have been a post credit scene but the scene where they show the Joker was one of the more relevant debatable topics coming out of that movie mm-hmm. um and so now getting a five minute cut piece you you can see both why they shot it and you can also see why it was left on the on the on the table on yeah. the cutting room floor
1: yeah yeah i yeah i you know watching it so my, my gut reaction honestly when i watched the first the the deleted scene the first time was I, I kind of wish that kept it in, um, but now as as you were listening to it and while you were while we were watching it, well, right before we re- recorded this, I I'm back on the fence on like okay, I see why they may have cut it out. Um,
2: you but. just
0: the the and what I saw a lot in the comments as I was watching the clip was that and it was a valid point is that by including that you not only inter- introduced a more relevant familiar face mm-hmm. but also the conversation itself and the, the um, especially whenever it related to the riddler kind of minimized that role in that villain
2: mm-hmm.
0: and that would have made the rest of that would have that would have taken you not out of the movie but it would have changed how you viewed the riddler going forward
1: yeah it definitely it definitely would have done so and i think under undermined the the scene where they where bruce Bull batman does confront the riddler in arkham
0: undermine a lot of like any scene yeah. going forward because you've already introduced a bigger more prominent figure to kind of yeah. overshadow him so in your mind you're like well we know how this is going to end. Who cares about the Riddler? And I yeah. mean, the Joker is more terrifying.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it definitely is more terrifying for sure. And and I mean, it, and I think also, if you if you had included the deleted scene, then you definitely would have had to have cut the scene with with the Riddler and, and the Joker at the end because it, it that. The, the more that you know, obviously see the the joker is, is clearly more menacing and 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 it would his ramblings and stuff at the end just would, wouldn't wouldn't have the same weight and i get it but i mean the what what i said earlier with the my, my gut reaction with it you know when i first saw it i was like oh I, I like you know it goes back to what i talked about during our um review of the film, as far as just liking a, a, a detective story, Batman, and, and you know, I, I guess I was leaning into that um, criminal profiling aspect that he was doing. Like, well, if you're going to try to take out a a psycho killer, then let me go talk to a psycho killer. And I guess, you know, it's very Silence of the Lambs-esque, you know.
0: Well, it w- would have been better had we not watched the most recent season of Titans, which did that very... Yeah exact thing
2: <laughs> yep yep <laughs> which, that, that, which there, you,
0: character yep. didn't start out of, of being joker and then by the end of the season that's the angle that they took i don't know
1: but yeah yeah but you're right that's that's a very good point i, I didn't think about that till till just until you raised it but that's an excellent point we did and i guess that's the thing about the bat universe and and i guess it's a good segue to to um the whole with harvey dent being cast uh by Misha Collins from Supernatural on Gotham Knights. Are, are are we getting to the place where we're getting saturated by the Bat Batverse?
0: Um. So yes, but I actually love this casting because I love Misha Collins. <laughs> <laughs> he he's the only reason why I got into Supernatural and stayed around for, I don't know, a fair amount of it before never returning to it again. But um, I am just happy for him, and I think that he actually can pull this off. and And it's funny because Two Face, honestly, it's a it's a known character. It's a known character, and we've seen him a few times, but not not like this repeated. Let's also have him in his own standalone movie that's Oscar worthy. You know, like mm-hmm. it's not it's not going towards the um joker route so i'm okay with this um especially because the rogue gallery that batman has you have a lot of very well-known characters and only a few of them though don't really you're able to still make a well grounded show and not go super meta human with it
2: <laughs> yeah
0: yeah and make it believable, so I think that's kind of why we're we're seeing these same names um but i do I do think I think that d c as a whole in a way, and we- we might even get into this later. I don't know it depends on how my mind works tonight, but I think just the genre itself it's kind of everything is starting to collide and come together, and you're just like, okay, I feel like I've seen this now this episode five times this
1: week. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's true. That's true. But, but I, I agree with you that I think he would be, he, he could play the character of Harvey Dent very, very well. And, and, you know, of course this is just a pilot assuming that this will get picked up to, to series. Uh, so it, you know, it may, it may not, but uh, it, at least it sounds like initially we're going to just get the Dent character before, um, before we before he becomes two-faced that you know that we that we're familiar with um in, in other iterations in live action from the dark knight to um uh, mm-hmm. even the um which which uh even one of the joel schumacher ones uh was it batman forever i think was he in that was it that one that he was in i, I yeah, can't remember oh so.
0: i don't know yeah. the names all like it's the one with val kilmer that's what yeah. we call it the one with val. Yeah. like going through batman movies you're like okay who was batman now i know what you're yeah. talking about
1: <laughs> yeah the one about kilmer and the one with tommy lee jones where
2: <laughs> yep, yep, and, jim and jim Carrey
1: was the riddler yeah yep, yep. where yeah i just i think the thing that that stands about with that one is like when when the story about uh tommy lee jones encounters jim carrey in a restaurant and he's just like i don't want to stand for your i can't you know stand for your foolery or something to that yep. effect he's, yeah
0: Yeah. Um, Speaking about foolery. So we have a casting news update for not a DC show, but for actually the Mandalorian season three as Christopher Lloyd will be a guest star during that season. Too bad. There's this cute little adorable baby Yoda um, (laughs) who's just going to steal every scene in that show. So I'm, I'm happy for Christopher Lloyd and to see him in this universe. But Dude, you're gonna get upstaged real
1: quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's probably a guest shot, uh, sort of. Uh, but you know, he's he's hit the trifecta now because he's he's obviously Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. He was uh, Star Trek, Star Trek Three. Mm-hmm. He, he was Krug, the the, the Klingon who um, was the antagonist in that film, and now he's in Star Wars. So I mean, he's all over. He's all over the genre.
0: Yeah, if only he could jump over to Marvel, you know.
1: Yeah, hey, but it, it, it's
0: possible. It yes. is. It is. Notice yep. I did not say DC. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, DC, it's, it's a love hate relationship because yeah. they give us a lot of content, but sometimes that content just wears on you. <laughs> um, <laughs> speaking about wearing um, CW has renewed Superman and Lois and the flash, but we still don't have word on Bat- Batwoman or Naomi.
1: Yeah, or and also Stargirl, but Stargirl doesn't surprise me because, well, one, the third season hasn't even aired yet, so we don't, uh, uh, so, you know, I think they'll probably see how it does in the ratings, and also depends on what happens with the network itself, with the pending yeah. sale. So, uh, you know, that one I'm not too worried about, but uh, it's very interesting with Batwoman, especially thinking about our our conversation with, um, with uh, Gotham Knights, whether or not, they will. They will do the renewal. Um, you know, maybe they're really looking hard at the numbers and stuff. And I, I know the upfronts are going to be in May, so maybe we'll get news by then. Uh, but you know, the, the longer it goes, the the more like likely it'll, it'll either be one of two things: they'll just cancel it outright, or they'll do the we'll give you a season four, but this is the fourth and final season.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, they did end it in a way where you you could go back, you don't have to go back. Yeah. We've seen the, we've seen a a flash forward if you will and we mm-hmm. know what happens to Ryan and Sophie. So yeah.
2: what
0: what's le- what what well, I guess my point is, what is there left for them to tell?
2: Yeah. You
0: know, what story is there that they that they need need to tell? Um, it's unfortunate just how the show started the the in between what happened during between the first and second season, and then to come back with the second and third season, and just you know all of a sudden the writing goes down, and the performances are there. We've never yeah. really knocked too hard on those, but it's just it I don't know it was it's it's an interesting. Show from the perspective of just how the production occurred and everything that happened.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree. The performances have been great. Uh, The stories have been, you know. When I guess the thing about this show is when they nail it, they 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 really nail it, and 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 we've been very complimentary of that. But then other parts where it just feels derivative, and you know, like we were just talking earlier this evening, the 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 bat saturation. Um, it just feels derivative of of other things we've seen in, in the Batverse. So, um, yeah. So, I, you know, I know ratings wise this this year it it could continued to struggle as far as even for even for the CW. So, like I said earlier, I think we'll have one of those two options with that show. And and I really and I don't see it going over to HBO Max for like a uh, new life either I mean if it gets axed to CW it's, it's not going to like to show up there as far as new episodes right um, yeah I mean obviously right now all the prior season shows you know go there after they're done but uh, but I can't see it being picked up on, on HBO Max unless they completely retool the show and and, and reintroduce the character and in, in some other you know some other format
0: right um, and and I'm not surprised about Naomi either.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, I I don't think it's a secret that i I've, I've kind of struggled with this show. Um. And this week's episode didn't do anything for me. <laughs> <again>. <laughs> it just it felt so much like one of those episodes where like a filler. It felt so much like a filler episode just because usually usually it's the B plot that I always <laughs> just throw away with Naomi because usually it revolves around the Scooby gang and this episode is no different, but even the a plot wasn't really compelling. Mm. And, and then you had this like feud going on between D and Zimbabwe. And it's just, I don't know there. It was, it was a lot of talk, 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 talk. (laughs) Yeah. So, so essentially I just, I think that, um, this show, the way it's being written and way it's being produced, I feel like they it's 10 years too late. Mm. <laughs> <Honestly>. <laughs> There's something about it that gives me very early 2000 vibes, mm. very with especially with some of the content that was on the CW at the time or the WB, what have you. Um, this is um, mm-hmm. blanking on the name of that show about the aliens who come to Earth um, and our teenagers, but um, and they just did a a, um, yeah. If if you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. Whatever. So yeah, will yeah. something important?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, actually, this week episode actually worked for me. I. So I was like, for once, I was like, okay, they are finally going somewhere. And, and I feel like they, even, the even the story with Annabelle's boyfriend and Naomi and, you know, the other people coming in, another member coming into the secret. And finding out who she is, as long as they don't go the route of the Flash for like her, by by the time we're done, they everyone will. Of
0: course, they will. All <laughs> of Scooby, this is the first step in that direction.
1: As long as all of Port Swego doesn't notice she's she has powers, I'm good. But you're right. It, 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 well, the Scooby Gang will made given that they're going the, the whole uh, like Fellowship of the Rings and the whole Lord of the Rings. I mean, they've been dropping those hints all season. But, obviously, it was clearly on the nose to, with this particular episode. And, and I think maybe that's the whole purpose of the Scooby gang at this point, is this is Naomi, you know, Naomi's Frodo, and and Annabelle is um, Sam, and and then everyone else, you know, fill in the gap for, for the various members of, of the fellowship. And and maybe that was, you know, and I guess, so, you know, we saw that, and I love how everybody in the story this week was like, I hate Lord of the Rings. I hate Lord of the Rings, even though I guess the same as Justin I was like that's my favorite book, but my favorite movie. But um, but I like that little aspect of it. And I think you know, and and I guess that was sort of how they are. What 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 they're what the purpose? Because that's the thing I know we've been struggling with with this show is what's the purpose of the Scooby, Scooby Gang? Um. And, and I think they're just there as they truly are there as a support system for for Naomi. And especially the way this episode ended with them tracking another alien in the house. And you know, and I think they are gonna pull in that Naomi's dad is from Rand.
0: Yeah, yeah. That that as soon as they did that, I was like, okay, dad is from Rand. Got it.
1: <laughs> yeah yeah i think they are going to go
0: mystery yeah i
1: think that yeah i think they i was wondering if they were going to do it um and and they did uh i think they are and and so i was like okay got a little bit of payoff here and um and then you know the whole Zimbabwe and and d showdown and they're back and forth i mean i think they're going to hold off you know they're gonna make somebody the the, 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 i guess the frenemy this this season and brutus is obviously the thing that they're going to go for as far as who they're going to be fighting but you know it's just around you know, but at the end of the day is somebody who is an enemy and you know that'll be if they do get a second season that'll maybe that'll they will play that out some or we may g- even get it towards the end of this season where we have the betrayal and and
0: oh we're definitely having a betrayal by the end of this season.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, and D will be like, see, uh, uh, this is why I, you know, we we, uh, we uh, was always suspicious of of him and and why I, I, he he was trying to keep Naomi away from him. So, but you know, but like I said, I think this 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 week's episode definitely, uh, I, I I enjoyed it and um they're they're getting going in the right direction, but yeah, but you know, unless they really. Pull, unless Ava really just leans heavy on CW, I, I could easily see how the show could get canceled after one season. And you know, and and it'll, I mean, it was you know, it's it's an enduring show, but I don't know if it has the chops to 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 last for you know more than more than a couple seasons. Seasons if 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 it if it continues, if it has the same type of arc that this season's had. Yep.
0: Yep. Agreed. You liked it. I didn't like it. Yeah. Neither one of us would cry if it got canceled.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, man. Um, how about we go over and talk some more aliens um, as the most recent episode of Car dropped this week. And we both watched it. Um, essentially, this episode, again, to me, it felt it felt like another filler. Episode. Mm. I don't know what it is about this week. Like that's my theme. I just feel like a lot of the shows we're doing, let's fill in the fill in the gaps and move things forward. Not a bad episode of Picard but I preferred last week's more than this week's. Mm-hmm. Um I I think that maybe it also could have been there there was a lot of Agnes and the Boar Boar Queen. I guess I just wanted a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. But um, who voices the Borg Queen? Do you know?
1: Uh, this is, I think, the third actress, third or fourth actress who has who has portrayed the Borg Queen. So mm-hmm. I think her, I can't remember her name right off the top of my head. Yeah, but uh, it but it
0: sounds so familiar.
1: Yeah, but uh, because I know in I know in Star Trek: First Contact, Alice Krieg played her. And then uh Susanna Thompson did play the Boar Queen in Voyager. Um but I can't I I can't remember the actress's name right off the top of my head. I think I think her name's Alice, I just can't remember her last name.
0: Interesting. Yeah. But. Um so so essentially Agnes got left behind while Picard went to look for the watcher, which talking about melding of universes. Yeah. <laughs> How many of these shows have watchers? <laughs> <laughs> Um and and then Agnes finds that she needs help with the ship again and the Boar Queen has some very tough negotiations. But were you surprised when Agnes reneged on her end of that bargain?
1: Uh, no, no, I, I, not not yet. I haven't. Mm-hmm. have You know, given the way they t- t- turn things last episode, I think. Agnes and and the Boar Queen are you know that, that that their interplay was and is going to be I think a very a focal point for for this season and yeah and and one of the things that the Boar Queen mentioned to her about being you know we're both lonely individuals and, mm-hmm. and 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 you know Agnes has echoes of of the collective in her now because Great. you know. So, um, there is going to be a, pl- a point where some the hand's going to be forced where Agnes is going to have to like I don't know if she's going to get fully assimilated, but that that she's going to have to follow through with one of the bargains that she's made with the Boar Queen for for some purpose. Yeah,
0: oh yeah, uh, especially because the Boar Queen's like, oh, pull me once, shame on you. But- yeah. You're yeah. gonna get it again, and that's where I was a little like, you, "Maybe you played that too soon, Agnes. Maybe you yeah. played it too soon because that's you, you're not out of it yet, and right. you know you're gonna need her help again."
1: Yeah, yeah, but but I love their interplay because I mean, I think back to last week's episode where the board queen's like, "You've done something that, you know, where she's like, you impress me,' and yeah. and I, I I just love that moment, and and to see how that how again as I just was just talking about how that's gonna sort of unfold this season, you know, where they're these two characters are just playing chess with one another and you know, and it's just like, okay, who or, or poker? And you know, who when is one of them gonna you know call the bluff as far as if they're playing a game of poker here and and yeah, and Agnes or, or one you know Agnes is going to have a weekend at some point. And yeah. she's gonna have to play it, but uh, but yeah, you know the other thing I liked about this episode, and and one of the things, I, I I agree with you in, in some regards that it was a bit of a filler episode, and probably and for me as a as a for me it felt like filler in the sense that it was a lot of fan service in this episode, and 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 I've seen this all season. I touched on this some um, when we talked about it last week but uh just a lot of homages to like Star Trek 4 the one with the whales, <laughs> for for folks who
0: you you right. have to be careful well moment yeah. you say will uh fan service you have to say good fan service or bad fan service
1: It. so uh, the the star trek fan it. in me that you know uh, you know it was one of those things like oh I like this oh I like this I like this but it reaches a point where I'm like, okay, we get it.
2: <laughs> yep.
1: So, so you know, so I love the moment. For example, um, you know, with the with the moment on the bus because that was again something that was in Star Trek Four, and 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 they twisted it. You know, it's the same actor. It was It was the punk rocker with the, with the um, jukebox. So that same character was um, was in San Francisco when uh, the original crew went there to, to to find the the humpback whales to save the Earth in the future, um, and and so um, yeah, so they, yeah, but they twisted it around this time. For, for this for this story and, and I guess maybe that's why this episode felt filler And maybe why this is seeming so familiar to me Because structurally this episode is really This season is really starting to get The, the more it unfolds It's like playing like Star Trek 4
0: mm, That's not a good sign
2: <laughs>
1: um, I haven't and,
0: seen it I Well, maybe I've seen it, but I don't remember it
1: <laughs> Yeah, yeah Because it's the same kind of themes um where and star trek you know know, because again earth is at risk and always you know that's become like a a a, that's a staple for for star trek films whether whatever generation is in whether it's you know original series whether it's next generation etc even in the even in the kelvin universe with chris Pine's group earth was you know at risk two times And, and 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 this you know, they so they used again, use time travel to go back. And instead of then trying to find wells this time, they're trying to find a watcher. And so that's where I think to you, you know what, maybe filler to you. For me, it's like I've seen this story before. It's enjoyable, but you know, but I feel like it's you know, what what can y'all do to carry it it brings something new to me. And I think so, like things like Rios. And his story with ice, and those are the nice elements where I really get engaged with this episode, mm-hmm. uh, because it's something different, and it's so Star Trek, where you know they're talking about a contemporary issue, ice, and how, um, you know, and and how immigration is a and you know, policy is a, a topical thing, and they and they show using these fictional characters why it's such a shitty thing that's going on. And that's when I was really engaged in this episode, um, because I'm like, okay, like, let me see how they what they talk about this, or or seeing the sanctuary districts, because again, they're bringing in something from Deep Space Nine, and you know, talk about poverty, and, and these sanctuary districts were set up in American cities to to put basically put people put put people away, so we didn't have to see them while we had these you glam- know these glamorous towers and stuff. So those are the kind of things that really that's when Star Trek is like hitting on his hitting on his full cylinders very well. And those are the things that like stuck out to me with this episode. Um and then of course how they did the head fake with Gain. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I didn't really follow the head fake, but I was like, oh Will's gonna explain this. Um, yeah. or don't explain it and let me figure it out next week during next yeah. week's episode. Um but I did appreciate watching Seven learn how to drive a car. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Um, I am getting a bit tired of this whole, be- and we've talked about this before, um, Ralph- Ralphie's um, whole depression and anger over mm. what happened to What's-His-Face. Um, Elnor, yeah, yeah. Elnor. And and I don't know. I feel like something that's also missing is they're they're holding back so much with Seven right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, let her have her moment. I mean, we we can play the Eleanor small violin for so many episodes before we need to see, have, like, this explosion of, like, why is it that she's so happy on this earth? Like, she's the only one, and she's she's actually playing much more of who we saw Ralphie in the first season. Yeah. Um. So so it's just I don't know it's it's interesting and I'm kind of curious about why they're holding back um but I also think that I don't know if the um they did a good job with the pairs
2: mm.
0: um I personally I understand why it's relevant um Had it maybe been in a different story, it would have worked more. But I I didn't like the ice stuff as much just because I was like, well, why does... They still haven't really explained to me how Rios got so separated (laughs) from the other two. Yeah. And they kind of did, but they kind of forced it. And then there's this weird attraction thing going on. And I'm just like, so is he just going to go away and... And that's not going to be a thing. How can I get emotionally invested in this when when he's just going to what? Yes. And and I don't know. It just it just felt kind of like they needed some place to put him. Yeah. All the other characters were doing their stuff.
1: Yeah. Well, and and again, I I have to go back to Star Trek Four because this is gosh, I, I, this is like moment here. And I guess if there are other other Star Trek fans who've seen you know we'll will, we'll will see the parallels here because this rios is is very much cast in the role of, of like captain kirk was with the scientist that kirk met in the mid-80s when they had to go back to St. wells um the doctor that rios has met met is 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 that kind of same character and you know um I, I won't spoil what happens in Star Trek Four because you know because you, you haven't probably haven't watched it in a long time. But um, but I'm seeing how I, I, I foresee how this could possibly go um, with this with with this character and her son in this case, and, and maybe um, you know. But then again, there's the whole issue of butterfly. So maybe that's why that, that's where they will diverge from what happened in Star Trek Four. But
2: um,
0: something but, is wrong with Q.
1: Yeah, yeah. Something is wrong with Q. Q is stuck. If 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 this is one of Q's arc, you know st- structure stories that, you know, that try to teach Picard a lesson. Um, and you know Q is uh Q's mm-hmm. in a little bind here and I don't know if the continuum is gonna come and, and rescue him. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: okay.
1: Uh uh because, you know, Picard touched on it earlier in the season too, he's like something Q, something's off with you. Yeah. And 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 even though he's a even though he's an entity, yes. uh, you know maybe maybe he's not immortal. maybe something's happened along the way that he has he has he is dying or Absolutely. to continue or to continua dying so um,
0: oh God, that sounds familiar. I feel yeah. like that has been an episode of the flash in the
1: house. That <laughs> sounds like the speed force, right? yeah. <laughs>
0: Which I actually watched the Flash um tonight yeah. and um it's their best episode this season.
1: I agree. I agree. Um like forty yeah.
0: percent of it. There's twenty percent of it that I could care less about. But yeah, yeah.
1: Same, same. But yeah, but but yeah, you could be like the Speed Force. So that there's that aspect. But one one last thing I'll just say about the um um and then it's just a, I, I'm glad that they it took them almost you know, it took them many years to get to the to why does Picard have an English accent? They did answer that question in this episode.
0: Well, uh, well, well, I'm so glad that that question was answered. For <laughs> I know it's been, it's like, I don't want to die not knowing why Picard.
1: <laughs> I'm sure there are a lot of, there are a lot of Redditors who are like, oh, okay, well, okay, you know, but it has been, the, it has been the discussion of many a uh, Trek Twitter and, and, and message boards for years. Why, you know, why does the Picard? He's from France. Why? Why is he had this English accent? Other than you know, at least it's an inner universe explanation for why. So i now satisfied with that answer. So,
0: all right, sounds good. Um, now we're gonna head over to to other aliens. This this is just a week about aliens, apparently. Um, it is. <laughs> um, but we're headed over to Smallville, where, um, yeah, it's. Again, th- these are not bad episodes. I just, I, I want more. There's mm-hmm. there's something that they're not doing. Um, and a lot of the beats feel very telegraphed. Um, this week's episode of Superman and Lois, we finally get the return of John Henry Irons. Yep. And they started off so good with that moment of confusion, which I thought they were going to go and expand on more. But it was much more about Nat, and it and um, which which I didn't mind that either. I thought it was interesting to, to explain show what it was like for her to, to be essentially lost in space,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and that fear. I was surprised because usually when they have um, flashbacks like that, it kind of ties in to the current story. Which, which it did but it didn't really it, yeah. it because it, she never broke down to anyone talking about that but you do understand why she's so protective of her father right now because she almost died trying to find him and yeah. like that's all she that picture she wanted it back and um, and she has it but not really so it's it's a lot um. I like that. I like that we got to see Jordan in mm-hmm. action. Yeah, the very cool moment between the boys. Um, and I and I really I don't know there was something very cool about that.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, just I, I know I think I was listening to another podcast review today about about this particular episode and someone, meant they mentioned uh, Smallville got a lot of Smallville vibes from that with. Um, With Clark, whenever I guess he was starting to his you know er, 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 the early stages of utilizing his powers, and sort of the symmetry there with 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 that here in Superman and Lois.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, but small Smallville is always going to be the comparison. Um, but but that's why we don't just have Jordan; we have Jonathan as well. Mm -hmm. And um, and I liked how. Even though Jonathan got his ass kicked when Jordan swoops in, it's still him at the end of the day who's like telling the g- guy to back off with his girlfriend and all this stuff. Yeah, and and th- and then you did go back to that Smallville trope where where Jordan has to sacrifice um, his date with his girlfriend. Um, yeah, but but I don't know. It's, it's like when the brothers work. Um, This show, this show gets elevated.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with you. I mean, this was a very strong Jonathan Jordan episode, Uh, and and really, you know, for Jonathan, it really what it's interesting with Jonathan how he is sort of taking his sort of spin on like Clark. Clark's protecting secrets, and so he doesn't hurt his family, and in this case, his girlfriend. Because if 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 Clark were very open about a lot of things, then you know it would put Lois and others in in, in jeopardy. So, you know, so I think he he he's, he's doing that same you know, even though it's you know, in a sense that he's just trying to you know protect his girlfriend from you know. From her, her, them losing everything, as far as having to sell these X kryptonite to, to survive, it's still that same kind of that that pr- protective instinct that Clark has had um, with, uh, you know, with the people he loves, so that to, to keep them from from any harm,
2: Mm-hmm.
1: In a we're in a in a you know, in a teenagery way.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, I. The the stuff with Allie Anderson and Lucy.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I never thought she was dead.
2: No.
0: Um, and then I did think something was off at the end. I didn't know exactly what, so that mm-hmm. did surprise me when she was talking about being the fail-safe, especially yeah. to make sure that Allie gets to the other side.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, I wasn't surprised that Anderson kind of like took the pendant <laughs> and was like, I'm the savior bitch. Yep. <laughs> But, but it, it, it it was, it was very, I don't, I don't, I guess, here's what I'll say. Uh I am curious in five years, if you go back and watch this episode, how well that CGI holds up.
1: (laughs) Yeah, probably it won't hold up too well. I mean, it's not, you know, for, for TV, for, for a TV budget, it's pretty impressive for now. But yeah, but it'll look like. It
0: did feel like it felt, it was a good mix of high tension horror and sci-fi it's it it felt very much like something you would see on the break screen when they were in that cave and people were getting sucked in and then you hear the screams and everything and actors did a great job to explain how terrifying it was um but it's it's just funny how we 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 get that Mm -hmm. and also in the same episode as like um, Jordan beating up a a guy on, who's on X K. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- you're right, but that th- those scenes in the cave were, and, and 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 Chrissy's like wish to go on that journey and 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 try to you know expose Allie for more. It, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I it definitely did a good job of playing up the tension, and and and. And they also just had, you know, speaking of Anderson and Alley, and how, how, when they were in the, I guess, alternate in the, I'll say the Bizarro universe, how Anderson, that Anderson was taking credit for what the prom Anderson did as far as taking out their version of Clark. Um, he's like, yeah, I did it. I did it. So, so it's, it's just, you know, that was kind of like, wait a minute. So how are you taking credit for something that happened in another another universe because you you weren't there or you know so i i I just yeah yeah you know whatever whenever that the bizarro anderson meets the prime anderson um and they combine to become like super anderson um you know this is a very dangerous you know, it's like Alley 2.0, but on XK, which is a very dangerous vote for Clark. Right,
0: right.
1: Um. um yeah. We
0: also what? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Um. We also had the Langs. Mm. Um, Lana is still running for mayor and needs some help, and and her her ex kind of steps in and and asks some hard questions. Um. Again it always surprises me how it doesn't feel like the lang should be its own show. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it I think I think the way they use that family is to kind of help ground the show. Yeah. Um, and and also just help have an anchor of of Smallville, because Smallville needs to be a character in the show as much as any of the real characters, um, the town itself, because Mm -hmm. you have to, there has to be, um, you have to care about the people who are in imminent danger just because of where Clark lives.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You know, first, uh, they, I was wondering how that was, that whole Sequence is going to play out because I was I was kind of I was kind of leery of it to be honest when when it, when they first yeah started talking and and Kyle was like well you know how you know we got yeah I can help you and and I was like oh god this is very CWE and very like you know here it comes the melodrama <laughs> right. yeah. but but I, I think the way that the, they ended it and how it became you know what what lana was feeling
2: mm-hmm.
1: and how she when when she had that when she basically told kyle like you know why this is not b- going to you know it's not going to be a we're, we're going to make this work someday i mean there's still a lot they like you said they're they're really grounding this and making it we're not going to fix this and like a couple of weeks kind of thing uh it, it, that 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 sequence actually played out very well and then i, I couldn't help but start thinking at, at, about J- jordan and sarah and and aubrey
2: mm-hmm.
1: um and how you know sarah asking jordan to be like oh it's so you know it was nothing come hang out with me and the girl that i kissed <laughs> Yeah. And not because of the same sex stuff, but just like whether it, be, it could have been a guy. I mean, putting your significant other in a place where you are in the room with someone, even if it was just like an innocent fling. Well, there's no such an innocent fling. Even even, even though it was just a kiss. Right. But the, betrayal, but the betrayal of trust that they have. And just seeing how, you know, and then seeing Kyle and his relationship. You know, doing the same thing to 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 Lana and this this ho- these these relationship dynamics. I mean, it really. I mean, you're you're right. I mean, the the, the purpose of that family. One of their purposes is to ground the, the super family, mm-hmm. and, and and the and the in the, the real world issues that that people that people deal with. And I, and I really felt for Jordan in that moment where it's just like I mean, we've all we probably had been since you know we've you know been in situations where like you can imagine like your partner or 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 you know going hanging out with like someone you you know you cheated on with. I mean Sarah didn't th- she didn't think to like didn't think about putting uh, uh, from Jordan's standpoint, putting him in that position.
2: No. It's a very it was
1: a very Cal, like, you know, where Cal was like also like how he's trying to, you know, whenever a few weeks back when he was trying to convince Lana like you know yeah i made a mistake it was kind you know it was very very similar types of dynamics going on there
0: right right it, it is similar and i didn't think about that before all I could think about is they're just going to prime for them to break up. At the end of the <laughs> season and then that's it. But, but you, you make a strong case of how it's paralleling the father and the daughter, mm-hmm. um, which makes me think, I wonder if at, at, by the end of the season, will Sarah just look back and say to herself, I'm exactly like my dad. And that's who I don't want to be because of mm-hmm. how he treated my mom. It's just there, there, there is a lot of hypocrisy going on. Um, but that's what makes the emotional drama occur, and um, and it's also Jordan who he doesn't want to go on that date, yeah. but he honestly had a reason to, and it goes back to something Nat brought up at the beginning of the season of like you're keeping a secret from Sarah just as much as she is from you.
2: Yeah. Yep.
0: And and him wanting to tell her the mm-hmm. secret, but dude. Dude, yeah. you have to have at least two more relationships before you start letting that secret out of the <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're not the flasher. We can Yeah, but yes. uh, I, yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, yeah, because I mean, because clearly Clark did not tell Lana back in the day. Um, so um, and yeah, so I don't think Jordan should. You know, you're only you're only fifteen, man. Don't don't rush it.
0: Don't rush it. So I have to tell you, Will, like yeah. last week, I know we went on some rants about some new shows we've been watching because it was kind of an off week.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, this week, I don't know where I found it, but I did find time and I found myself. I, <laughs> you're going to laugh when I say this. I watched, uh, I, I'm all caught up on the new show, The Endgame. I think it's on NBC. Okay. Yeah, with with isn't it Maureen Murian Backner who also executive produces the show. Huh. It's the show that they were like airing non-stop prom- promos for for like the first two and a half months of this year. Huh. Um and only five episodes have dropped. If you watch the preview, you've seen the pilot episode. Okay. Um there is there is something about the show, and I think it's the actress who plays Val Turner, um, okay. Ryan Michelle Bath.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, she holds the show. Like, like Ma- Marianne, like she, she does her thing as Elena Fedorova or whatever, but I really think it's 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 um Ryan who is able to ground the show and make everything going around. A bit more entertaining. Okay. I don't know. there's just something she it's she's the main character trying to figure it out. She's the uh, the proxy of the viewer trying to put these pieces together of of what the end game is that Elena has going on. Um, some of it's a bit predictable,
2: mm.
0: but for whatever reason, it got me to watch five episodes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know if I'm going to wa- like continue watching or if it's going to be one of the shows where like, I want to binge it. Mm, Um, But, but it, it, it's fine. Like if you're, if you're the type of person who likes um, the blacklist or any of these shows about, like you mentioned Hannibal Lecter earlier about like the bad guy kind of playing that. semi like in the gray, um, helping the police find people, then, then this would be a show that would be up your alley because it, it plays into that, but it doesn't fully commit like that. There's other stuff going on. Uh, um, and it's more about the corruption in the government. Um, got
1: it. Yeah. yeah
0: I, I just wanted to put that out there.
1: Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll try to check that out. I know after I know, uh, my weekend watch is, is definitely going to be uh, Atlanta season three. Oh, Probably. yeah. It's finally is airing, uh, and I think they're dropping the first two episodes tonight, so uh, so that's definitely on my watch list. Uh, for. And for I wasn't
0: it. even bringing it up for you, personally. I was just putting it yeah. out there for our listeners, and yeah. just to give um, some other shows a new light. Yeah. I might try to check out The Cleaning Lady, because I heard good things about it. Um,
1: yeah. But yes. Yeah, I saw that one. I I know it premiered. I think back in what January.
0: It, it already wrapped its first season.
1: Okay, okay. I, I saw it. It was like uh, I was kind of hmm, maybe. Um, as far as you know, as far as shows, um, but um, I was trying to. Th- it, the one that I've been wanting to like, I've been seeing a lot of buzz about is Abbott Elementary.
0: Oh, I and, thought you were gonna say Severance. No, no. Everyone is talking about severance, and and that is one that, and I have not heard of the show that you just mentioned. (laughs) (laughs) Make sense? Um,
1: Yeah, it's like, um, yeah, it's it's on. I want to say it's on ABC, um, and it's. I think it started a few months, a couple months ago, but uh, it's a it's it's it's, I think a dramedy. So uh, I definitely want to check it. I think I'm gonna check it. I want to check that one out. And you know, then of course, you know, obviously we got uh uh you know Moon Knight starting next week as yes. well. Yep, yes. so
0: and unfortunately we're gonna do what we did with Loki and unfortunately not have an episode drop next week.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're pull, we're pulling a CW. <laughs> <doing> but
0: <that. laughs> hey, the last time we did this, we actually were able to have a great season of Loki to talk about.
1: So we did. double we did. it up. Yep, exactly. And everything I've been hearing about Moon Knight is it's, it's, it's definitely going to live up to the hype that every everyone has been anticipating.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Well, on that note, my friend, why don't you tell our listeners where they can find you?
1: Yes, you can find me at Will M Polk. That's W-I-L-L-M-P-O-L-K on Twitter.
0: And you can find me at S.J. Belmont, S-J-B-E-L-M-O-N-T. Please follow our crew on Twitter at Seen Nerd. Friend us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and visit our website, www.seenandnerdpodcast.com. But most importantly, rate, follow, and comment on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Good night, geek out. You're welcome.